Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal and review. This is going to be a fancy schnazzy new Dark Tidings deck. And if this is the correct side, looks like it. Don't show those houses. Alright, so this is Bandit. wonder what that is. Bandit Brendan Gemvex. Definitely get some shadows here. And... Uh, let's guess Star Alliance and I guess Star Alliance a lot, I think. And, uh, Logos. Shadows. It's the only one I got right. And then we got Untamed and Unfathomable as well. Loving the Unfathomable. I enjoy them so much. The fishies. Between Untamed and Shadows, I am hoping for some, of course, well, I'm hoping to be able to outrace my opponent on Amber, maybe some by stealing from them, some by printing my own. And then in Unfathomable, I'm hoping to slow them down. So we should be starting with uh, Shadows. Ooh, Depno Spymaster. This is a great card. It is a one-power elf thief with elusive. It has Omni, choose a friendly creature. You may use that creature this turn. So basically, as long as this is alive, it lets you use a creature that's off-house uh, each turn, which is cool. Borrow is an action with a bonus amber that says play, take control of an enemy artifact while under your control it belongs to House Shadows instead of its original house. So this is a great card. It's like Snecklifter, but in action form it's a great card. It is really good against useful artifacts, obviously. It is uh, not useful for getting rid of the really problem uh, static uh two-way effect artifacts right like so this won't help you with quixelstone but very good against like a lash of broken dreams Ooh, brent uh the fanatic he's a three power elf thief with skirmish play your opponent gains one destroyed steal three it's a great card uh, trickle down theory another great card this is an artifact it's a power when you play it, you raise the tide. People tend to forget that, so don't forget that. When you play it, you raise the tide. And it has Omni gain one if your opponent has six or more. So if this is on the table early, that's at least three times a game that this is very likely to be fireable. Um, perhaps more often than that, if you can get them to go up and then steal them back down. It can generate a lot of amber. Two, two of these is very good. It's very good. Awesome. I wouldn't have been sad to see a third, but two is very good. Cement Shoes is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you deal two damage to a creature. If this damage destroys that creature, raise the tide. Uh, this is a good way to kill your own Brend as well, so nice stuff there. Two of those. Boom. You got that. those two and Brend in hand. You finish them off. Uh, very nice. Also good for Hard Simpson. Hard Simpson is a four-power elf thief with elusive after he's dealt damage you steal an amber if the tide but if the tide is low your opponent steals an amber instead if the tide is neutral you still get the steal very good with uh plinky damage cards like cement shoes i am now convinced 
contra what TCO does, but uh, after reading the rules and uh, I wasn't the one who first came to this conclusion. I think it was blinking line, but um, but I read up after I heard that, and I have to agree. If if he's armored, then it doesn't trigger. Uh, if unless he actually takes the damage. If the damage is actually dealt, then it fires. So uh, we might be able to boost the power with untamed. We'll see. And I'm mean, getting to fire it once or twice is still really good. Scooped is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you deal two damage to a creature. If it's not destroyed, it captures one from its own side. It's a slow steal. It's great. And it gets around you can't steal effects. Um, scooped and then cement shoes is a nice little combo to kill three or four power creatures and get a steal and a tide raise out of it. Very nice. Seeker needle, great for the uh, great for the hard Simpson, great for the Brend. Right, it's an action, or it's an artifact rather. It's a weapon. It has action deal one to a creature. If this damage destroys that creature, gain one. So if you have the secret needle out, you play Hard Simpson. <clears throat> you cement shoes him. You secret needle him. He's at three now. You stole two, and uh, there's nothing left for the opponent to get a steal out of. So um, you don't have to worry now about them dropping the tide and doing that. So it's a really uh, really nice to be able to do the plinky damage with him. And again, great for Bren too, because you do a, uh, you know, a cement shoes and then a seeker needle on the brand. You've killed it, you've stolen three, and then you gain an extra one from the seeker needle. So really, really good effect. Two seeker needles. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It's just so good. So, okay, I, li I'm, I like this shadow. This is a great shadows. Shoulder id. Six power specter with taunt. Uh, it can't fight. When it would deal damage, you steal one instead. Mm, it's fine. I don't love it, but it's it's fine. Yeah, and these with, combined with the trickle down is so nice. I love this. Okay, this is a great, great shadow setup. On to Unfathomable. Let's see if we get good Unfathomable too. I like, a bit, I like it so far. Abandoned ship. It's an action with a bonus amber. You return a creature to its owner's hand. If the tide is high, you return four instead. Now that's not up to four, that is four. So if the tide is high, you return four. That means if you have creatures sitting on the board uh, that you don't want to return, could be bad. But we'll see. Usually this turns out very good. It's a great card. Then we have Bubbles. It's a five power Aquan. When you play it, you put an enemy creature on top of its owner's deck. Very nice. Sometimes you could even like... Uh, Play the bubbles, abandon ship, get the bubbles back, play it again, put another creature. So you end up putting two creatures on top of their deck um, instead of in their hand, which is definitely better. And another bubbles. Awesome. Really good here. Maelstrom, an action. When you play it, you put each creature on top of its owner's deck in a random order, gain two chains. We're, we don't seem to be super creature heavy here, so this is actually really nice to have when you're not creature heavy because it means you're going to clog their deck up. Obviously, unless they have all good play effects. If they have a lot of good play effects, that's less good for you. But if not, then this is a great way to just clog them up uh, for a long time. And two chains is, I think, worth it. Portal is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, if the tide is high, you archive it. Otherwise, you raise the tide. Great card. Um, seems fun. Two of those. Cool. This is my second time getting two. If you have two of these, it might even be worth... Uh, you know, paying the chains to get to archive both of them again, um, just for that repeat amber gen. But 
I am not totally sure how I feel about that. Three portals. With three, it would really be tempting. And then Rakuzel's uh, Chant. Excellent card here. It's an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you exhaust a creature, but if the tide is high, you exhaust each creature instead. Look at how many amber pips we have so far. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine amber pips, which is okay, but then we got a lot of steel and a lot of just clogging up the opponent. So I, the, the biggest problem I'm worried about now in Shadows is, is my opponent going to have enough amber to steal? But, you know, we have... We have the brand to help with that a little. So I think it's going to be good. What else do we have in Unfathomable? Sink or Swim. This card works out better than I thought it would. Uh, when you play it, you choose one. Either your opponent discards a random card from their hand, or you exhaust a creature in each of its neighbors. That second effect feels great, especially when you're just, you've just been messing with them so hard. You do that, or you just knock a card out of their hand if you already like played the Rakazel's Chant or something. It's really good. Storm Surge, you're, it's an action. When you play it, your opponent can't ready cards during their, the ready card step of their next turn. It makes Rakuzel's Chant be, it, it, you know, turns it into, they're not going to have cards ready for a long time. You're really putting them out of commission. Second Storm, storm Surge, I like it. Um, again, no Amber Pips on this, but uh, what it's worth in terms of game pacing is, I think, pretty high. And then, you know, so you do, you do like, uh, Rakuzel's Chant Storm Surge, play out some other stuff for a couple turns, and then you turn around and Maelstrom or something. It's just really gross. All right. Wakolia is a three power beast. When it reaps, keys cost plus two during your opponent's next turn. That's fine. And actually really good combo with the trickle down theory, right? You, uh, use the trickle down theory, do this to keep them from foraging. You're going to get to use the trickle-down theories again next turn. That's great. Okay, let's look at Untamed now. We'll start with Ritual of Life, which is an artifact. It's a power. It has action. Destroy a friendly creature. If you do, return a different creature from your discard pile to your hand. We'll have to see what creatures we get. Um, I mean, I don't think I'd necessarily want to do this for anything out of house at this point. Oh, Word of Returning. That's great. It's an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you deal one damage to each enemy creature for each amber on it. And then you move each amber from those creatures to your pool. Great if you're against any sort of Saurian or Sanctum setup. It's it's a really good card. And, you know, worst case scenario, it's an amber, but it's a great card. Wow, so much recursion here. A world tree is an artifact. It's a location. It has action. Return a creature from your discard pile to the top of your deck. Now, that is a good combo with the out-of-house cards, right? Like Bubbles... Uh, hard Simpson. Um, I mean, these are uh, World Tree is good with those because you're going to get it. You're going to draw it. Uh, so, whereas with uh, Ritual of Life, I think you're going to tend to want to return a a an untamed creature to your hand. Now, I can imagine a, a cool setup where you do Ritual of Life to kill Brend, and then World Tree uh, and get back like a an untamed creature, and then you play World and you use World Tree to get the Brend back. On top of your deck and draw it again. That, that could be really fun. Beach Day is an action with bonus amber. You return a creature to its owner's hand. If the tide is high, gain one. Now this is good to disrupt. It's also very good if we get like a, a deep water Gruen or something like that. Um, then, uh, then it can be great for just printing a lot of amber really fast. So we'll see what we get here. I'm feeling good. Bumblebird is a one power beast and insect with alpha. It's terrible. When you play it, you give two plus one power counters to each other friendly untamed creature. 
we haven't seen any yet. We'll see what we get, but uh, the number of times that Bumblebird actually does something is pretty low. That's okay, though. Genetic Drift is an action with a bonus amber, and when you play it, you give a creature a plus one power counter, and then you give each creature with a plus one power counter another plus one power counter. Okay. Um, well, that can make... This is potentially a way to make Hard Simpson bigger. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that works out. Spore, oh, Spore Gorger. Wow. All right. So Spore Gorger is a four power beast and fungus. After it reaps, you give it a plus one power counter, and then you may remove all the plus one power counters from it. And then for each counter you remove this way, you deal uh, one damage to each other creature. So this ends up being like a board wipe. And with Genetic Drift, you could actually get it up to you know like you have it ready you play genetic drift you get it up to two counters you reap it up to three counters you spend those you've you've done real damage to the board um that's really good and uh you know again this, this is a great way to get your friend dead uh wouldn't mind getting a key frog in here okay floomph is a three power beast and cat it has skirmish when it fights you give a beast counter two plus one power counters that could go on the spore gorger um this also could like go on itself and then you genetic drift gives it boost it's it's great either way infighting really good because our creature count so far is so low one two three four five six seven eight nine ten ten is a super low creature count we have three cards left so we will see what we get but not even 12 let's say we get the next three cards are creatures we get 12 creatures in here infighting is great because it just doesn't do that much to our game plan and it savages the opponent's game plan thing this deck is missing a little bit is uh is some um, efficiency right we're just going to be playing the cards as we get them but it seems so disruptive to the opponent i think it's going to be great okay last three cards here we got another infighting okay uh, Myliobi, okay, so that's our 10th, uh, no, 11th creature. Yeah, I think 11th creature. Four power beast, while the tide's high, it gets skirmish, and before it fights you, enrage the creature it fights in each of the creature's neighbors. More great disruption there. And then we have a youngest bear, who's a two power beast. After it reaps, you may reap with one of its neighbors. So, and that's a great target, too. These are all great targets for the plumph. Um, I mean, really cool synergy in the untamed here not as bursty as i was hoping originally um but still some good stuff and um unfortunately no good play effects other than the bumblebird which like doesn't combo with the ritual of life but still i think it's it seems great to me honestly so how many amber pips do we have so like total one two three Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, so if you just play the deck and nothing happens, and never use a creature and nothing else happens, you're gonna have enough to forge two keys. That's okay, that's okay. But then you couple with that um you know, stealing three with the brand, that's almost for sure gonna happen gaining a lot with the trickle-down theory. Um, stealing two or three off the hard Simpson, very likely. Gaining some with Seeker Needle. Um, and then the fact that you're just 
really grinding your opponent, slowing them down. And that Maelstrom is going to be devastating because 13 creatures, I think. Um, three, four, five, and then we had six each. So, oh no. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve creatures and a Maelstrom. It's just going to really gum up the opponent's works. Um, I think this is a great deck. I am very excited to play around with this and get some wins and see how it goes. Um, I think I think this has a lot of potential. Very controlly. Again, you're just you have to play cards as you get them, so it's more Coda style, but uh, but really good stuff and I think high potential. So um, that's that. That was Bandit Brendan Gemvex. I'm excited about it. I hope you enjoyed watching or listening, and that you'll get out and forge some keys.